Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today and this wonderful Friday morning, or say Tuesday. Well, I don't know where that come from, but Merry Christmas, my friends. A week from today is indeed Christmas. Hard to believe that it's just a week away. It doesn't seem possible, but I do. I wish it. Christmas could last uh, a few more weeks. I'll be honest with you, just because I, I love it. I love the the sounds, uh, the season, the colors, what it represents, uh, the joy, the excitement. Uh, I really, uh, really dig it, man. That uh, hate, it's almost over. And uh, we had Mr. and Mrs. Claus here at the house uh, last night. That was really cool. And uh, we're talking to them. I know Santa's really busy, but uh, we're thinking about uh, see if we can get him to come back, possibly uh, tonight and tomorrow night uh, to make a and then wave at a few people here and there. So I don't know. We're still discussing that uh, as if uh, if we will do that or not. So stay stay tuned for further instructions. But uh, I hope everybody does have a blessed day. Hope you've got all your Christmas shopping done. And uh, I know it's uh, tell you what if you're waiting. If you're just now getting started, Lord help you. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I wouldn't want to be in retail this weekend. I'll say it'll be a, a madhouse of individuals out there. Good morning now, Darlene. Good morning. And uh but it is I say I would oh gosh, you see I used to work a retail and uh boy, Christmas time, it was just a nightmare. Uh, that and Easter is probably the two worst times to be in retail. It was uh awful and the people could be very nasty and uh so pray for our retail workers for sure so uh but anyway let's go ahead and let's do our uh uh pledge of allegiance if we may so if you uh, can let's make sure that we remove our hats and uh, let us stand and say our pledge i pledge allegiance to the flag of the united states of america and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Well, guess uh, everybody got to see me stand up there uh, on the website. I thought I hit the uh, button to switch over to the flag on the website, but apparently I didn't, so uh, oh well. Everybody got to see my fat belly. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> we, anyway, I'm glad we can say that pledge each morning. And uh, tell you what, uh, it's amazing uh, the corruption within the uh, liberal party. And uh, that's okay. Nobody bats an eye. And, uh, uh, they, but with the conservatives, they're, they're constantly on the search for the very things that they're doing. And uh, it's just... It's insanity. It really is. Well, this morning, let's look at our verse. Uh, Psalm 119, verse 35. Psalm 119, 35. Let me get that up here. I forgot to bring that up this morning. And if you're watching on the website, <coughs> excuse me, I did not make a slide this morning for you to read along. I apologize. But Psalm 119, 35 says, Make me to go in the path of thy commandments, for therein do I delight. And the old pappy always says, uh, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. Uh, my friends, uh, one thing that um, I spoke about this before <clears throat> is um, our need for control. And uh, we want to control our circumstances. 
We want to control uh, all aspects of our life. Why? Why do we have this need? <clears throat> I apologize. Let me. I'm sorry. I got a got a frog in my throat this morning. Um, it is um, uh, our need for control boils down to selfishness, and uh, it boils down to really rebellion against an almighty God. And uh, there's no room for his kingdom for somebody that he can't control. And, <clears throat> sorry, uh, I don't know what um, it takes to get through to people, you know, that uh, they are in control of nothing. <clears throat> sorry. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I apologize. I don't know what's going on this morning. Uh, we um, uh, get through to people that God is in control of all their circumstances in all areas and all aspects of their lives. And, um, but yet we still feel this need that uh, we're wringing our hands of what should I do or how should I respond? Or, I, uh, I apologize this morning. I really do. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> so rude of me this morning. Yawning and coughing. I apologize. But um, uh, we need to understand that, you know, we can't be in rebellion to God. And I think most people understand that uh, to the extent that, well, yeah, I know I should rebel against God and I should obey God. But I think some people have this idea that God is only there to bless them. And uh, that's the extent of his, and he, and, uh, he sent his son to, uh, to be a co-worker in those blessings. You know, God does put blessings down upon us and praise God for that. But sometimes uh, there comes that testing of our faith. And we may fa face certain trials and tribulations. God isn't just a, a genie. You rub a lamp and say, God is what I want. And he grants the wish. That's not how it works. And I think sometimes God, people put God in a box and try to do that very thing. And then when things go sour, things go bad, what do they do? They blame God. Well, you know, God doesn't have to give an explanation for what the, for the things that he does. Uh, we may not always understand it. And uh, we may not always like it. But we know that God is sovereign and God is in control. I think a good example uh, is uh, just well, even just with this election. You know, it is um, we I, we don't understand uh, why the events turned out the way they did. I mean, obviously there was blatant fraud and cheating uh, that occurred. I, I think that uh, had it been done honestly, uh, I think Trump would have been reelected. My honest opinion. <clears throat> but for whatever reason, uh, it is going towards Biden's direction. It's just uh, nauseating to even say his name. He's so vile and disgusting. But uh, but God is still in control, and God is sovereign, and we have to have faith in that. When the world is falling apart, and that's when we have to keep the faith and understand that God is in control. He allows certain circumstances to transpire and take place sometimes to show his authority, sometimes to get people's attention uh, to turn to him and understand that they are in need of that Savior. But so many people, they want to control every uh, nuance and circumstances of their lives. And that's why you got so many people with such anxiety, with such stress, because they are trying to control what's going on in their lives, their families' lives, sickness, jobs, whatever it may be, instead of giving that all completely to God. Remember, he, is, he, he has to be in control of us, and we have to give it all to him. That's why I've, I've said before, I've been in counseling sessions, and I've talked to people, and they're, they're pouring out their, their heart, which is fine. That's what I'm there to do, and 90% of counseling is listening. And, uh, but a lot of times they're just, you know, I, I say, have you ever brought this to the Lord? Have you, have you prayed about this? 
I know. And I'm thinking, you know, that to me, that would be the, the first thing you need to do is pray about that situation. <clears throat> but so many people don't uh, don't want to do that. You know, one area that, uh, and, I've, and, you, and, you know, I'll probably, I may bore you sometimes using the same illustrations, and I apologize, but it just, uh, uh, when I was working at the Dallas Center, you talk about people in need of control. They had no control over their bodies. They had no control of their diet, what they could drink, how much they could drink. And so when they thought when they were on that machine, they could drink and eat as much as they wanted. It didn't work that way. Yes, it was stripping out the impurities out of their blood, and it was uh, uh, trying to pull that fluid off of them uh, that their kidneys couldn't no longer process. Uh, that's true. Uh, but what they were doing was counterintuitive uh, to the process, and because they liked, they wanted to have some sort of control in some area uh, in their lives, and it, and I, my heart broke for them. It really did because they they've been through so much, and having to do this, you have to do this like three times a week, uh, four hours uh, a pop, five hours, you know, depending on the situation, uh, the fistula and how it's functioning, and uh, so three or four times a week they're sitting there from uh, seven in the morning to uh, at least eleven, twelve o'clock, uh, you know, and so it, it makes it tough on individuals, and. Um, uh, you know, when kids get sick, you know, that's one thing I pray daily, God, please don't let my kids get this virus that's going around and, or get their sickness. I, I know I just give it to me instead. I, don't, I, I just don't want them to have to, you know, no parent wants to see their kids sick. And uh, but we have to trust, no matter the circumstance, no matter how hard it is, no matter what you're dealing with, that God is in control. That's why we can read with confidence, Romans 8, 28, that all things work together for good to those that love God, to those who are called according to our purpose. We, you know, we may not understand on this side of heaven how some of the craziest things that we go through can work together for good. But God has a reason and a plan as to how that can happen, and we have to trust it. And I think it not only is it a control issue, it's a trust issue. Uh, you know, I, I think that uh, we we have a problem trusting that God is going to get us through these situations. And uh, because of uh, uh, maybe you, a lot of trust has been broken in your life. Maybe you've, you've had a hard time trusting people. Uh, and But that's it. It's just it. People will let you down. All right? People will hurt you. People will leave you. But God will never leave you or forsake you. God is, this, is the one constant in our lives that will never leave us. And he will never lie to us. And he's never going to hurt us. In fact, it's quite, quite the opposite. We're the ones that hurt God. And that's why his mercy and grace, uh, we can cling to that uh, with such confidence. And, uh, and it makes us appreciate our salvation that much more because we understand uh, that we have a servant almighty God that despite our weaknesses, despite our failings, that he is uh, willing to still forgive us and to still love us and to still be there for us. And uh, so we need to make sure that we are, you know, there's a lot of truth in that song, I Surrender All. See, you know, I've told you before, sometimes mentally, spiritually, emotionally, you can look at this um, hypothetical house, and you have rooms in that house. And in certain rooms, God's allowed to go in, but then there are certain rooms you keep closed off, you don't want God in. Maybe you enjoy uh, getting into the world a little bit. Maybe you like telling the dirty jokes. Maybe you uh, say some curse words. Maybe you're viewing things you shouldn't. You know, may, you know. There's just areas. But see, we need to make sure that we're opening all doors in our lives in that in that uh, hypothetical home uh, in our minds. We need to make sure all those doors are open to God. That we surrender all. We give it fully, utterly, totally, and completely to God, trusting Him 
understanding our that we must be faithful. You know, it's, it's easy to be faithful in the good times, but it's in the bad times that uh, it's hard to keep our faith. But we have to keep our eyes on the Lord, that we trust him, that he's in control, and we take faith in the fact that he is sovereign. And, you know, and when we can give all that to God and allow him to be in control of our lives, then he can use us in a mighty way. He can mold us. He can shape us. He can use us for his glory. But first, you have to surrender all. And so you can't have, say, well, okay, Lord, you can have uh, this room, this room, this room of my life. But now this one room I want to keep closed off because I, that's, that's part one area that I enjoy. And I, I don't want you to, to ruin that for me. It's more or less what it boils down to. So you need to open out all those doors, allow yourself to, to give your all to him today. Because it's one thing to say that you're saved. And I'm not doubting your salvation. You may have watched this. You've given your life over to Jesus Christ, your personal Lord, Savior. That's good. That's great. But understand, you still have, there's still work daily that we have to do in our lives. That's the things I have to work on daily. Excuse me. But one thing we have to, to understand is to, uh, that God is in control. And when you're sitting there wringing your hands, you know, it amazes me when I say, uh, people say, well, give me some Bible verses. And I give some Bible verses. Oh, well, thank you. But I still I just don't know what I'm going to do. I just don't know what I'm going to do. And, you know, it's kind of frustrating as a pastor, you know, when you give those verses and, and you, you know, uh, to encourage and to help. And they're still wringing their hands. Cause to me, that's saying, well, that's good, but I need, I, I need to, to, to do some of this myself kind of situation. And uh, that's when you got to, you know, quit wringing the hands. You know, what does God's word say? Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. I think it's really clear right there when people say, oh, I've got anxiety. What does God's word say? Be anxious for nothing. But by prayer and supplication, let your request be made known unto God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding regards your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And then it goes on to talk about <clears throat> the things that we need to focus on. And, uh, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, whatever is lovely, whatever is pure, whatever is wonderful, you know, focus on those things, not on the problems, not on the circumstances you cannot control, but focus on the good things. Uh, in fact, let's go over it. Let's look at that right now. You know, and people may say, well, you understand, I'm scared to death. I don't know what I want to do. And again, we go back to God's word. And we can sit there and read in 2 Timothy 1, 7, for God's like giving us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. But we read here in Philippians 4, 6, and 7, like I just said, to be anxious for nothing. King James says, be careful for nothing. And we talk about the peace of God. But instead of focusing on what we can't control, we need to focus on those things in verse 8 that are true, the things that are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. And then I think it's very important that we read verse 13. I can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth me. See, it is not you. It's not your power. It's not your might. It's not your abilities. But it is Christ working through you. It is his strength. It is his power. It is his might that gives you that peace, that gives you that strength, that gives you the ability to focus on the right things, as we read in verse 8, to be anxious for nothing, as we read in verse 6, and to be not afraid, as we read in 2 Timothy 1.7. We have God's word to help us to understand who is in control. Again, it is not the clay who questions the potter. All right, We have no right to do so. God can do what he wants, and he doesn't have to give an explanation for it. So we need to trust in that, have faith in that, and allow him to be in control of all areas of our lives. You know, it, uh, <clears throat> when we go through those trials, it stinks. 
It's not fun. It may be that testing of our faith that we're, we're having to, to face and go through. We can't always be on those mountain peaks. Sometimes we got to go through those valleys, and it isn't fun. And uh, uh, it, is, uh, it does test your faith. And it's easy to want to throw up your hand and say, I give up. And that's exactly what the devil wants you to do. But what did we talk about in, in uh, some of the verses uh, in our studies recently? Uh, and uh, we've done Hebrews, and, and now we're in Peter. And, uh, you know, is that uh, there's that process. Uh, you know, with gold, you have to heat it. The higher the heat, uh, the more pure the gold, because then you can uh, take out those impurities uh, that float to the top. And sometimes maybe we may have to be put under the fire, and it's not fun and ain't comfortable, but it helps us to uh, to purge ourselves of those impurities uh, that don't need to be there so it can be closer to the Lord. So I don't know what you all are dealing with today. I don't know what you're facing today. I don't know what you have to go through today. But understand that God is in control. We can trust in all situations. When things are getting bad, don't focus on the negative. Don't focus on the things that are going to uh, make your anxiety go up. Focus on what is pure and noble and honest and right. Mark that in Philippians 4, 6, 7, and 8. Underline it, highlight it, and particularly verse 13. Underline those things and take confidence in that. And then when things start getting the, 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 like you're, you're being attacked, read that, memorize it, quote it. And then the, the, that's, why, that's, why we have to, that's why it's called the sword of the Spirit. That's why we pick that up. We have that shield of faith, that breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation. We put on that full armor of God, ready for battle every day. And remember, it is not our strength that propels us to, to move forward and to advance. It is God's alone. And I'm telling you guys and gals, the sooner you understand to allow God to be in control and not be in rebellion, the much happier you will be. So let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord Jesus, help us uh, to understand uh, that you are in control. Help us, Lord Jesus, to think less of ourselves, to die daily of self, and to surrender all to you each and every day. Mold us, shape us, use us mightily for your glory. And Lord, for Zoom watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose in the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us, lead us, God, and protect us till we meet again. Be with this, this country, be with this nation, touch hearts and minds like never before. Be with our nation's leaders. Lord, I pray that you will touch their hearts. Let them come to know you. And Lord, I pray that you'll be with our sister in Christ, uh, Wendy Lee. I know she's going through a lot right now. And I pray that you give her comfort, peace, and healing. Same with Kim Penix and Ginger Hood. Uh, Lord, I pray you be with Troy. I pray you Linda David Feathers. Lord, I pray you be with our brother Christ, Ron Thompson, Lord. He, he's laid heavy on my mind and be with him, help him. And Lord, I pray that uh, you be with PK and uh, the family of Chuck Richardson as they lay him to rest today uh, and uh, give ease their pain and uh, give them comfort. And Lord, just pray that you be with each individual watching today. Let everybody have a fun, safe, and a Merry Christmas. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. Remember, this is going to be the last devotion uh, that I'm going to be doing until the new year. I'm going to take a little break. Uh, Christmas is uh, generally kind of crazy, and so I'm going to take a little break. Uh, and uh, But uh, Lord willing, uh, after uh, January 1st, we'll hit it hard. So I uh, hope everybody has a very merry and safe Christmas. Appreciate all of you that watch throughout the year, uh, each and every day. And I praise God that he uses these 
to encourage, to teach, and to instruct uh, each and every morning. And I'm glad, uh, appreciate all of you who uh, watch these uh, each and every day. And, uh, you know, you, of course, you know, you can always find me on social media. If, uh, sometimes I post things that, to try to offer some encouragement here on social media, Dr. Young 77. Uh, you can watch all of our devotions live on our website or uh, our services on flbconline.com. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast, free of charge, audio only. You can listen to all the sermons and all of the uh, uh, devotions each and every morning. Don't forget, guys, that uh, there will be no physical church Sunday morning. We encourage everybody to watch WJHL at 11.30 a.m. for a very, uh-oh, whoa, whoa, sorry, uh, for, for a very special Christmas presentation uh, that uh, we recorded earlier in the week. And uh, I know that if you have Dish Network, uh, we've gotten away from Dish. I'm just I'm fed up with them. Every time I turn around, they're removing channels because they money hungry. And uh, so I'm done with them. When we went to uh, YouTube streaming television, it's got every channel we had and then some anyway. But uh, but for those who may not be able to access uh, WJHL, uh, if you have CBS uh, app, you can uh, subscribe to that. You can still watch local JHL. But um, uh, Robin Fulton said podcast reruns. Yes, ma'am. But uh, I will uh, after that airs Sunday morning. I will upload uh, that uh, uh, Christmas presentation uh, to uh, Facebook. So if you can't watch it, just stay tuned. And you can watch it later in the day. Uh, now, we'll, Dad, uh, Dr. Vic Young will be giving and will be reading his um, children's story uh, Sunday evening at six o'clock. So be sure and tune into that, and uh, be sure your kids can watch. And then uh, now Wednesday evening, uh, that's uh, December 23rd, Wednesday, we will have physical church at 118 Julie Lane for a very special Christmas uh, celebration. We're going to be doing a Christmas uh, service. The praise team is going to be there and uh, lead us in some beautiful Christmas songs. These are very talented men and women. We're blessed to have them in our church. So they'll be leading us in song, and we'll have a beautiful service. So be sure to come to the church Wednesday at 7 p.m. Well, my friends, I hope you all have a great day, a blessed day, a wonderful day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.